Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com Folks, it's your buddy Mike Messier. We're here for Monty and the Pharaoh YouTube channel. Week 16, uh, beginning of a new year, 2022, for the AEW apologist Mike Messier. And once again, same as it ever was, 2021. I didn't have much to apologize for. And I don't think I have much to apologize for now, to be honest with you. AEW continues to have great creative direction. Uh, we'll be having the wonderful Battle of the Belts tonight out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, for you wrestling fans that aren't aware, the Battle of the Belts was actually something from the old uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. I'm just working on my tan here, don't mind me. Uh, but the old Florida Championship Wrestling, I believe the first ever Battle of the Belts, was held in 1985. I want to say Daytona Beach, Florida, I could be wrong. The old Eddie Graham Florida Championship Wrestling, and I think Wahoo McDaniel, Challenge Ric Flair for the uh, World Heavyweight title, the NWA World Heavyweight title. I think the Battle of the Belts 2, if I'm not mistaken, was uh, Ric Flair defending against Barry Windham. And I think Battle of the Belts 3 was Ric Flair against Lex Luger. Now, I, I could have the Flair and Luger ones mixed up a little bit. But uh, in any event, it's so nice to see the honor of the NWA being acknowledged and respected uh, by... All Elite Wrestling. Uh, they've, they've featured David Crockett, the old Jim Crockett Promotions uh, commentator and part of the Crockett family. WWF, or WWE I should say, uh, doesn't seem to respect uh, pro wrestling's history like that. If you look at things like Southpaw Championship Wrestling, uh, that mockumentary, that horrible, god-awful uh, stuff they did on the network a few years ago, if you look at the NWA supposed invasion of 1998, uh, Jeff Jarrett and the Blackjacks and 
Rock and Roll Express, all the things that the Junior McMahon does to uh, mock uh, the, the legacy of professional wrestling, especially Southern professional wrestling, uh, Southern United States, because Vince McMahon is a self-hating Southerner. He was born in North Carolina. He had a lot of issues with his father as a child, and he's, he's hated the South ever since. So that's the type of person that you follow when you follow the WWE. Um, as far as uh, other things going on in the wrestling world, I guess I'll just bang this out while I can. Uh, this whole WWE is firing people, firing William Regal, firing uh, Miss Carino, I guess, Steve, uh, Steve Carino's sister or wife or whatever. Um, according to Brian Alvarez, this poor lady just moved her whole family to work for WWE and then she gets fired. I mean, just a horrible, god-awful um, way of treating human beings in the middle of a worldwide situation and um, just ruthless behavior, callous behavior, deplorable behavior on the, the part of that company. Uh, their champion, Roman Reigns, one of their champions, <laughs> once again, so silly to have uh, one company, one wrestling company with two world champions. It's totally idiotic. It makes no sense. But that's what they presented you for, for 20 years now. But uh, Roman Reigns could not make uh, a scheduled title defense on the what they're calling now a, a premium event um, because of the situation, the health. And... Um, I can understand that, I can respect that, but you know, they they basically took the whole Big E and Seth Rollins thing and they threw it out the window and they, they put this title on Lesnar and Lesnar versus Reigns headed to another WrestleMania. Is this is this three or four WrestleManias we've seen them wrestle at each uh, wrestle each other at now and each one gets less exciting than the last. I mean it's just a just just crap. So if you're enjoying that, that's fine, but you know, I, I said to people this week, you know, this NXT, uh, it's not what it used to be. I mean, I remember four or five years ago, all the NXT fans were so high and mighty and such such NXT snobs. And I don't watch the main roster, I just watch NXT. Well, your NXT is dead. Your NXT is a corpse. Your NXT with your 20-minute uh, tag team matches and slapping of knees and and uh, this is awesome chance and all this other crap that you NXT people like, Bailey and the, the blow puppets or whatever, it's all out the window, it's all garbage, it's all trash. And Vince McMahon Jr. himself is taking a shit on the trash that is the NXT gold and black. So if you're all excited about Bronson Rex Steiner, as I call him, his birth name, winning the NXT title, that's fine, but who's he gonna wrestle? I mean, who's there? It's a shadow of its formal self. Uh, apparently, the WWE is now bringing in Mickey James for the Women's Royal Rumble, which is fine. I mean, I don't know what they're trying to do with that. If they're trying to do some type of, you know, invitation to, to Impact Wrestling. I mean, that's another clown show for another topic. But Impact Wrestling does nothing for me these days. They used to. But ever since they put a title on Tessa Blanchard, who, you know, didn't defend it. Uh, just means nothing to me, very little. Um, now let's talk about the main event of the evening, folks. All Elite Wrestling, what a wonderful week. Hangman Page uh, earning his stripes, defending the title valiantly, successfully against uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, what a match. 
uh, they had the one hour draw or uh, a while ago and this was you know a couple of weeks ago and this was a, about a 30 minute match blood fest some people online are complaining especially wwe fans are complaining about the, the blood usage well this is manhood this is dusty Rhodes versus rick flair this is magnum ta versus tully blanchard and this is hangman page versus uh, brian danielson and let the blood flow it means that they care about what they're doing and they have honor and respect for that title okay uh, also you saw this brutal injury to ray phoenix uh, a nasty injury to his arm uh, people are saying dislocated elbow, dislocated arm. I mean, I'm, I'm not there in the hospital with the guy, but I, I'm pulling for Ray Phoenix and his arm. Uh, some people were wondering if they pulled the, um, you know, if they changed the result of the match midway through after the injury to kind of uh, compensate for that injury. I'm just working on my tan. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, but I mean, I'm pulling for Ray, and of course, you have new tag team champions. Also, nice to see folks, and I'll say this: nice to see uh, no Marco stunt. To be quite brutally honest, I mean, it's better to see Christian Cage as kind of this mentor, coach, player, coach to the Jurassic Express. And if they've trimmed the fat of Marco stunt, so be it. I don't miss him. Do you? I mean, I can see Marco stunt doing something on the VFW tour with uh, superhuman going through thumbtacks. But I mean, I just, I, I can't sit here and, and complain that Marco Stunt's not getting TV time anymore. Uh, TNT women's title was decided, or should I say the TBS women's title, that, uh, that bitch or whatever, uh, Jade Cargill. Um, I like Jade Cargill to an extent. I mean, I, I, I always get a little, um, Kind of like that Goldberg thing where you just push somebody right from the gate. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm really into that. I kind of would have liked to have seen uh, Thunder Rosa defeat Jade Cargill in the semifinals of that tournament. And I would have liked to see Thunder Rosa win the tournament, to be quite honest, over Ruby Riot in the final. Uh, this Jade Cargill, I mean, it could have been, you know, let's just be honest. We'll put the cards on the table. It might have been a response or not to the Tony Khan, a big swole controversy from a week earlier. Uh, I've talked about that a little bit on subscribe to Mike Messier YouTube channel, but to cover the same points, um, you know, big swole was, was an AW kind of at the beginning. She had kind of an uninspired feud with Dr. Britt Baker. Um, I don't think the fans, as far as I could tell, really ever got into big swole. For me, as a longtime wrestling fan, the fact that she's using a name that the No Limit Soldiers had for one of their guys back in the late 90s in WCW, it, it never clicked with me. Why is she calling herself Big Swole when there's always there's already been a wrestler named Big Swole? So I didn't quite get it. And she really did nothing for me. I mean, she was very green, as they say, and, and just, you know, there was like a mini Swole for a while. Like she had a spinoff female friend wrestler who was actually better than her. But I guess Big Swole went on her Big Swole podcast and, and was talking about diversity and so forth and representation and all that good stuff. And then Tony Khan took some exception to it, put out kind of a, a jaded or a mean tweet, so to speak, and said that, you know, the reason why that Big Swole was let go is not because of a racial issue, is because she was not a good wrestler. So he kind of shot between the eyes 
And then he pulled a plug for the women's tag brawl, which I endorsed last week. You know, between the beautiful Tay Conti and the beautiful Anna Jay and the beautiful Penelope Ford and the beautiful Bunny, what a match that was, okay? You can see exclusive clips on Subscribe to Mike Massey's YouTube channel because I was there in person for that match, that women's tag brawl. But basically, the point is, that whole controversy happened, and in the meantime, Jade Carkill's kind of tweeting like, hey, I had a great career. My first match, I had Shaquille O'Neal and and uh, Cody Rhodes in her first match. Jade Carkill's what she's saying here. So, obviously, Jade Carkill is coming from a different point than Big Swole, because Jade Carkill's over, and Big Swole's not. Now, was Big, uh, was Big Swole's complaints was that kind of, uh, was Jade Cargill winning the title booked as a FU to Big Swole? I don't, it's possible. I mean, it's, it comes to mind just because of the timing. However, uh, on the flip side of that not being the case, Jade Cargill uh, was really undefeated, you know, going into this tournament, remains undefeated, and it just seemed like that was probably the way they were going to book this tournament anyway. I just think my own personal thing, I think Thunder Rosa would have been a better first woman's uh, TBS champion. You know, have your heel Dr. Britt Baker and have your baby face uh, Thunder Rosa, who's very popular with the fans, by the way. She runs this Mission Pro Wrestling out of Florida that's very exciting, women's wrestling group, uh, which I also have some clips on on Subscribe to Mike Massey YouTube channel. So uh, what else can I say, folks, about the world of professional wrestling? Interesting thing that they're going to have tonight, Battle of the Belts in Charlotte. By the time you see this, this match may or may not have happened, but an interim title match uh, for the TNT title between Dustin Rhodes uh, and Sammy Quavera, and I've I've never I can't I'm trying to think if I've ever heard of this in professional wrestling an interim championship. Uh, I'm sure it's happened once or twice, but it's really a boxing term or a, or mixed martial arts has kind of acclimated that term. It's when a champion is really not available to wrestle or to compete, I should say, that they have like an interim title match. And it's it's kind of goofy. I mean, they did that in UFC with Randy Couture and Brock Lesnar. One of them was the interim champion. I think it was Brock, and then he had to wait to fight Randy, the real champion. And they do that sometimes when, you know, a champion is, is uh, injured and they don't want to strip him of the title, but they want to have a title match. I don't know how I feel about interim championships. Actually, I do know how I feel. I don't like them, but it's something different. Um, I think it'll be, the, the interesting thing is not if Sammy wins this interim title, it's if Dustin wins it. I mean, if Dusty, Dustin wins this interim championship and then you have him and Cody, and of course they had that bloodbath uh, at one of their uh, early AEW shows. It might've been Double or, the first Double or Nothing or All Out, one of those not, uh, I don't think it was, it was not the first, it wasn't all in before AEW existed. It was maybe all out or something like that. But basically, another Dustin Rhodes uh, Cody match would be interesting. Brother versus brother. 17 year age difference, by the way. Uh, speaking of the Rhodes family, a lot of people were interested in my, in, in my thoughts on this Dan Lambert uh, promo with Brandy. I thought it was entertaining. I think the one thing that, one, one thing that AEW could improve on is it seems like they have a lot of one-and-done feuds. Like, they have a feud where they build up a big hype, and then they just have one match. And I can go back to Pentagon Jr., and Cody had a one-match feud. And uh, 
if Cody versus Ethan Page uh, with this Lambert Rhodes thing is that's the one and done, I I don't really know. I mean, it seems like there's other feuds in AEW, like you know, like maybe the Inner Circle versus the uh, the Elite or the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle that do have more than one match, but. Sometimes they just put a lot of hype into uh, an angle that people are excited about and they just have one match. So I don't know what to say to that, except I, I think they could improve on that and, and stretch these things out a little bit. Now, of course, you don't want to go to the extreme that the WWE does and you have, you know, D Dolph Ziggler versus John Morrison for 10 years or whatever the fuck. I mean, just matches that nobody cares about over and over and over again i.e. John Cena versus Randy Orton for 10 years on all those pay-per-views that we sat through. Uh, what else? But, um... You have a good week for AW. Uh, Rampage, uh, Dynamite, obviously uh, Page and, and Danielson. We will see if some of these newly released WWE uh, refugees will find their way to AEW, if they'll find a new home. Uh, a guy like Steven Regal, you'd like to think, could do something uh, behind the scenes. Uh, people now are even speculating that Triple H, it seems like they're publicly flogging and dismantling whatever he put together for NXT because uh, they lost the ratings war to AEW, and this is Junior's way of punishing and humiliating and degrading Triple H. Uh, you might have seen my video, Triple H Goes to Therapy, Unsubscribe to Mike Messier YouTube channel. I highly suggest that for entertainment value. Uh, but I mean, I just can't, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's just, if you're enjoying WWE, God bless you. But I mean, I, I was just thinking this, um, WrestleMania, is it going to be two, a two night WrestleMania this year again? If so, are they even going to have enough wrestlers to warrant a two night WrestleMania? I mean, at this rate, it wouldn't seem that that would be the case. So I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, it is what it is. Um, people are saying that WWE, my buddy Kevin Castle is saying that WWE is cleaning house. It has to be done. Okay, but typically don't you clean a house so thoroughly when you're looking to put that house on the market to sell it? So that's what I would ask the WWE diehards. <sighs> As far as other things in life and in wrestling, I've been watching some All Japan Wrestling. I'm in the middle of a Tatsumi Fujinami versus Steve Kern match. Uh, oddly enough, the NWA Junior Heavyweight Champion of the World, Steve Kern, against Tatsumi Fujinami, who was listed as a WWF Light Heavyweight Champion of the World. And Tatsumi is just very muscular for a guy that's small. And he got bigger later on, but I mean, he's just jacked up at a, maybe 220 pounds. Well, in any event, folks, I hope you have a wonderful week. I'm, I'm here doing my thing. I'm enjoying myself in uh, sunny Florida. I'm enjoying the pool. I'm working on my complexion, my tan, uh, my seasonal look. I hope you're enjoying, if you're in the Northeast, suffering through this winter, suffering through the cold and the snow. I, I mean, it's time for you to move on, move out. I would suggest, but it's your life. I mean, I, I've chosen my path in this world. You can choose yours. But if you wanna shovel snow and give yourself a heart attack and sprain your back all winter, then go right ahead. Otherwise, uh, you can subscribe to Mike Messier YouTube channel, Monty Maffaro YouTube channel. 
continue to watch AEW, continue to support real professional wrestling by real professional wrestlers. And I'll see you next time. So this has been week 16 of the AEW Apologist, Mike Messier.